love city image. What's up, guys? Welcome to the first episode of the brand new year 2018. Mm. And as you can see, we got some cameras. Wow. You can see us now. We do have can be seen. It's not just voices. Cameras. My faces. mom made it. Mm. <laughs> I'm on. <laughs> Y'all can see me now. That's what's Better up. Look at me now. Hey. Getting paper. Not yet, not yet, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, man, it's exciting. Um, just wanted to kind of talk through commitments, man. What kind of commitments have you guys made for 2018? Uh, everybody's making just new uh, goals. How are you guys setting yourselves up for this new year? Be conformed to the image of Jesus Hallelujah. Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> bless wow. you, Lord. And however that plays itself Jesus out. Jesus Duke of all bless time. Jesus he bless Duke, you, Lord. Man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I don't really get really detailed in it. Just conform to the image of Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's Brian the Theological <laughs> for you. Yeah, we didn't even introduce ourselves. We don't do that no more. It's 2018. Dang, they know who we are. What's, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Rich the Husband. To my left, <laughs> conforming to the image of Jesus day by day, Brian the Theological <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, step your spiritual game up. Step it on I know man. you guys are just trying to like get fit you guys are trying to get debt free he's trying to conform to the image of jesus Yo, all of that falls under the umbrella of being much less the specificity yeah right. and to my right yo talk to the people my brother hey it's daniel the creator mm. hey, now they get to see your beauty up close you know mm. don't lust y'all don't, don't be a lust. stumbling block Danny. i see. don't think that'll be a problem for many people <laughs> it's already a problem for me hey Confession. Okay. Word. Um, so, like, what kind of goals you guys got? What are you trying to do outside of conforming to the image of Jesus? It's good. It's good. I have some business goals. Business. Business goals. You know what I'm saying? Unpack I want to want to grow my creative agency right now. Yeah, yeah. So, wanting to have um, some sustainability there and employ people by the end of the year. That's great. I have specific numbers. There's someone throwing out. Right now, Rich is the intern. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm interning for Danny. I'm trying to step my video game up, my my whole like Listen, media yeah. game. Really, I'm trying to step my video games up too. I'm be playing Metal Gear. So <laughs> that's a dope video game. game. <laughs> that's my dope. video games. I've been trying to play some Overwatch. I'm trying to play <laughs> that's what's up. Um, nah, but one of the things that's big for me is this new podcast. My wife and I are mm, launching. You guys yes. stay tuned. You hear that? You'll Very that soon. Yo, I already heard a little snippet, man. Or got the previews. The, yeah. the heat is coming. Where the husband and the wife, we're going to chop that up. Um, so, yeah, that's one of the things really big. Trying to just uh, do some more relational, you know, relationship type content. That's really what I'm trying to do in 2018. Mm. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I know a lot of you guys out there, um, you know, you have social media accounts. You've been You've been on Twitter. You've been on Facebook. You've been... You've been hearing what our president is saying. Um, and to be honest, man, it's a dark time for, for just the world. I feel oh, like, man, man just kind of hearing the statements. But now, my wife is Haitian. So, hmm. and I've been, you know, I've always had a lot of Haitian friends, you yeah. know, I'm in yeah. Brooklyn, mm-hmm. you know, to, saying like that. And shout yeah. out to my people, man. That's Word. not my people. I have there. a Haitian card. They gave Word. it to me. <laughs> yeah. Word. Most, a lot of our church is Haitian, too. This so. is true, man. And I feel like, honestly, for him to make comments like that, right. he could have made that comment about Jamaica. He mm. could have made that comment about Trinidad. Like, um, Feels I, personal. Yeah, I like a, a Caribbean attack, man. I'm taking offense like I'm yeah. Haitian right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the, the hardest piece for me is just like how um, impervious Donald Trump seems like. Uh, just between the book Fire and Fury and just kind of hearing those accounts and just how like judo moves he does to just kind of avoid any type of criticism or any kind of blowback from the stuff that he does. Um, man, it's hurtful to see how an individual can make really hateful comments and and like pay no price for it. Yeah, he's a man without accountability. Yeah. Um, anything short of an impeachable offense, he's able to say mm-hmm. and get away with. Um, yeah, honestly, man, I'm just keep it real. I'm trying not to hate Donald Trump. Mm. That's just me and my thing with the Lord. Like, yeah. can I just maintain love in my heart for someone who is uh, unlovable, in my opinion, right now? Because mm. um, every time I just hear this stuff, it just makes me so angry. It's just like, wow, man, like, how could he continue to say this? How could he just continue to be so dense yeah. and and so like yeah. I don't even care. I'm just going to destroy the dignity of an entire. I mean, and, and so he didn't just say Haiti. He said 
African countries. Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned a South El American Salvador, country. Yeah. You know, and then and then he says, "Why don't we get people from Norway?" <laughs> mm. In other words, like I mean, I don't know how blatant white supremacy. Right. Y- you can't get yeah. any more white supremacy than that. Um, and I'm just at this point right now. It's just like, Lord, um, you've called me to love, and I'm having a hard time. Yeah. yeah. That's just what. That's how I feel. Yeah, man. It's it's really hard. Um, it's a really hard time. But. Um, in uh, in some lighter news, we heard Oprah. Hey, kinda, yo, shout out to Oprah. <laughs> so the idea uh, of Oprah being a presidential candidate, uh, what are y'all thoughts on that? Um, is this even a legitimate like hmm. prospect? Well, I mean, I think after having Donald Trump as a president, anything is possible. Mm. And anything I, is possible. <laughs> anything, is, anything is possible. No, but I, not only that, but I actually think. If she did run, it, she might have a chance of winning just because of how Donald Trump has been so polarizing. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I, I just think that's amazing that someone that we never would have thought of as a presidential candidate could actually say they will win for president and they might have a yeah. chance. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I yeah. think she can beat Donald Trump because she kind of takes away his edge in terms of like, oh, I'm a businessman and mm-hmm. I've done some so successful American success story. Mm. Where well, you're, you're going to be staying across the stage from another billionaire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, someone she who's, probably has. You think she has more money than him? No, oh, she doesn't have more money than okay. him. But she's also she is a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Um, my only thing is that she's just not qualified to be president. You know, yeah. she's I mean, not I, even feel close. You. I feel you. You know, but yeah. I mean, in this day and age. You know, to be someone like Donald Trump, you, that's just what you might need. Mm. Right. You might need someone who's also an outsider, someone who, because the big thing now is just we don't trust Washington. We don't trust mm. Washington, you know, p- the politician. Right. That's why mm. Donald Trump was as popular as he is. Um, and so Oprah can be that. And in my opinion, she'll be, she can't be as bad as Donald Trump. <laughs> Word. I mean, I, I would, she wouldn't be my first choice, but how can she be as bad as Donald Trump? I don't think she can. Mm. So, yeah, I I think in my playfulness, I really love it. Like it's almost like um, just kind of like being a kid again, and like celebrity death match. Like, yo, oh, what man. if Remember The that? Rock and Will Smith ran? You know, <laughs> like I'm just starting to throw all kinds of names in there. But honestly, I don't want to <clears throat> entertain too much of this idea of a celebrity kind of president, just because I think. Um, we do need someone with political acumen, sure. right? some kind of Absolutely. you know ability to lead, and so I don't Absolutely. want to counter Trump with another right. like unqualified person, even though yeah. like they would have a, a better, maybe moral standard. But I, yeah, we need someone who's solid that also has a, a great moral compass, and so it's still um, you know something to be debated. But uh, I think the idea of Oprah being president is pretty ridiculous, although. It is ridiculous. I do kind of like playing around with the idea of it. Um, <laughs> and to be honest, somebody was like, yo, what if Oprah ran with Michelle Obama? I was like, oh. Yeah. Now that. I'm, I'm not going to lie <laughs> to you, man. Or if Michelle ran and then Oprah was the right, vice right, president. Right, right, right. Okay. I mean, that might be. I talk a lot of trash about America, um, but if they, nom- if they elected a black woman president, like, that would, that would blow my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect because it's one thing you got a black man. That's one thing, but a woman, a black woman, as the first woman, as the first woman, Ooh. yeah, yeah, it, it, that would shock me if they did a black woman mm-hmm. as as president. Mm. I'd be like, wow, okay, America. That's that's kind of a serious bounce back from Donald Trump. Where but, <laughs> the mm. bounce back is real, the mm. glow up. Yeah, I'm not sure, man. I don't really know. <clears throat> uh, I'm sure there are racist feminists. Um, and I and I think we saw some of that in the election, just seeing how many women or white women rather um, were in support of Donald Trump, despite kind of his mm. reputation. Um, but man, I'm all for having a black woman president. Um, I, I would be in the booth, firing the booth. Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like you have to unite, at, no matter what runs against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. You Even if it's to. like an animal, like a like a horse. Yo, we got a competent animal. <laughs> this dolphin is smart, y'all. Yeah. Mad smart. Competent. It can tweet. Yeah. I think you got to. I think you got to. I think I got to go. With it. I'm gonna go echo the dolphin for president. Yeah. Mm. I think you got to do it. 
Siri. Siri. Yo, Siri for president. Maybe Google Assistant. I do Google Assistant. Alexa for president. Alexa for president. Very knowledgeable. Very knowledgeable. It may not answer the question that you want all the time. But neither does a politician. Donald Trump doesn't do it. Right. So. Let's try it, yo. Um, we're going digital for 2020. We're going digital. Right. No more people. We don't trust humans. I think artificial intelligence has advanced <laughs> enough to the point where it can run the it country. Can be president. Right. Uh, AI for president, y'all. Mm. I'm with that. I'm with it. I'm so with that. Black Mirror episode 2020. Let's do it. Um, digital for president. But yeah, we're about to jump into this episode heavy. And when I say heavy... I mean heavy because today we're talking about fitness, diet, and exercise, oh and the struggles um, that we've all had with that topic. I know a lot of you are trying to get right, get fit for 2018. Uh, and this is a topic that's really dear to our hearts. All of us um, just have had weight struggles, just kind of dealing with being overweight and that kind of thing. So we really want to get into some personal stories and really get um, into the minds of your hosts here at City Image and really just kind of pouring our heart out and how we've struggled with this this uh this piece with food and, and working out and things like that so after the break stay tuned we are about to get it in boom city image is the best what's going on guys this is city image and this is daniel the creator and it's your boy young flatbush and bryant the theological giant we just want to thank you so much for all the support that you've shown us thus far but we just wanted to ask you guys to remember if you haven't already to like us share the content if it's blessed your soul uh subscribe review us on itunes we're also on google play and if you want to keep up with us on social media you can check us out on facebook city image we're also the city image on twitter and instagram and if you want to get in contact with us you can hit us up at city at gmail.com and again thank you for the support peace And we're back, y'all. And man, I just want to jump right into this. Mm. Danny, kick us off, man. Talk to us just about this idea of just your journey with weight loss mm. and just struggling with food and just all that, man. Because I know that there's a lot of our listeners out there who are trying to get fit, trying to get right, and just kind of been on this roller coaster up and down, rubber banding with just mm. their image. Rubber just band, man. We're wild as the Taliban. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shout out to Ti. Thank you for listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Danny, man, yeah. just kind of talk to the people, man. Yeah. So, um, first of all, I hope none of us start crying when just telling our stories. But I'm oh, gonna man. cry. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I just want to <laughs> let people know now. I'm crying internally, even now. <laughs> right. <as we> speak. <laughs> Seriously, um, it's a pretty vulnerable place. Um, so, man, my story. So, uh, I think when it comes to things like fitness and weight loss. Definitely something that I have struggled with my entire life. Yeah. As far back as I can remember. Um, you know, I just kinda growing up and being made fun of for being bigger than mm. yo, I'm already Listen, it's I'm already being triggered. Yeah, so definitely there's a lot of uh, life forming moments. Oh, man. Um, as a kid growing up, uh, bigger than everyone else. And, um, I think looking back on it, it's like, yeah, I was bigger. I wasn't that much bigger than anyone else, but I was. And I think, uh, I can definitely say that I, I thought that I was a lot bigger than I actually was. You know, like I felt so much more like an outcast. I felt so much more, um, separated yeah. from people based on how I was treated and based on, you know, the, <clears throat> so, um, so growing up. You know, that's kind of was my story. <clears throat> um, I let it really um, determine who I was and how I thought my, of myself and how I saw myself. And mm, yeah. I feel like it actually was a, is a barrier. It has been a barrier for a lot of progression in my life, even career. Like, it's a mm. lot of things that it's kind of gotten in the way of. And um, I think as, you know, the last over the last few years, um, actually, so just even going back, I mean, there's many times that, you know, I've done things like dieting and um, I've lost weight, you know, 30 pounds at a time, 40 pounds, 50 pounds. Um, but it always seemed to just come back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, so over the last uh, couple of years, I've made, I made a, a real, con um, real concentrated effort to to do something about about it. Because I think one thing I realized is that um, 
even if someone can have like a Big Mac or several yeah. and not gain any weight, I'm not built that way. Right, right. Mm. right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So even if I have mm. to operate in a deficit, it's something that I have to do in order to get myself on track. That's right. And um, I think, and so over the last couple of years, I, I've lost uh, maybe 50 pounds. That's what's up. Um, thanks, Shout thanks. Out to that. And, and more, more to come. Um, you know, holidays really throws you off. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think th- the main reason is really as, as I see that it has kind of um, held me back from a lot of things in my life. Um, I also have seen how it has held me back from doing things that I, um, I feel like God has wanted me to do. Mm. And yeah. um, even ministry and all those things. Because, um, honestly, it takes confidence to do a lot of things where you have to put yourself out there. Yeah, speak on it. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? And so when you don't have the confidence because you're so self-conscious of how you look... Um, and I mean, we're going to talk about how deep the rabbit hole goes as far as that. But oh, gosh. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> yeah. But um, honestly, like it is uh, something that I I want to kind of bring under the um, the lordship of Jesus. Mm. Because um, I feel like it is something that um, will affect my longevity in ministry but not just none of that but just ability mm, you know yeah. what i'm saying um there are certain things that i can't do you know i can't run a 50k yeah for not for yet. the lord i can't run a 5k 50k <laughs> i don't even know what a 50k is word. only 4k i got the tv yeah. word i'm gonna start with that yeah that's too much <laughs> no nah, but um yeah, so that's why I think it's important, and that's that's one of the things why one of the reasons why I'm, I'm want to get that kind of yeah take care of you. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So for me, um, the struggle was real from very young, like preteen. I remember going to the store. I don't know if y'all remember buying Husky. There was like a section. Like they had regular kid pants, and then you had to get the husky. Oh pants. my gosh! <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know, I'm just bigger. You know, it was just like, husky. man, thinking back on that, I was like, yo, I was, I was getting the big boy pants yo. Like as a yeah, kid, man. and then um, <laughs> like just you know, obviously the teasing and things like that. Um, I was fortunate enough to be a tall kid, and so like for a while, mm. like you know, you can kind of like Hide be it. big, Hide but if it. you like got no. a lot of height, you know, what I mean, yeah. you can kind of spread like, out. Words. So I remember I moved to Virginia and people were like, yo, man, like you would be great for football and stuff. And I'm like, OK, cool. I'm not playing football, but um, I'm playing. I'm killing Madden, though. I'm <laughs> killing it. Um, but it was just funny how like um, if if I was using my size for like athletics, then it was like OK to be big. But if I wasn't, it was kind of like, well, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, but my relationship with food was crazy. I remember being there was a kid in. Um, uh, when I was real young, there was a um, like a partition or something. The way our kitchen was laid out was that you could be in the kitchen and nobody would see you from the other rooms, mm. like this one wall. And I'm pretty sure I became obese behind that wall. <laughs> um, Dang. The wall I remember just going there, just making sandwiches. I used to kill those ramen noodles. I used to get like six for a dollar, mm. and I would just murk them joints, yo. Wow. yo. Just kill it and Tropical Fantasy was fifty cents. Word, like anything you get for the six bummies, foot dollar. Yo, for a dollar, for a dollar, you get a Tropical a Fantasy meal. And two chips, two Word. bags of chips. I was good for yeah, like two hours. It. Then this I is need something more. Makes me angry. Yeah, because yeah, like the stuff that is not good for you is like here's five cents. You can you can eat kill yourself. <laughs> here's five cents. Kill yourself, son. Then God. the buffets, yo. I used to smash oh, uh, the, buffets. Oh, the buffets, and it was just like yo. My I was like, dad, I'm trying to get my money's worth, and my dad was real cheap, so he kind of <laughs> went with it. Mm. Um, but man, God, yo, it was some crazy stuff. Like yo, so there would be times right we eat dinner, and I'd be like, damn, I'm full. Oh, let me throw this out. And then like 10 o'clock, I would go in the garbage. I would go in the trash can, find the food I threw away and eat it. Wow. (laughs) So it was on some, like, that's like a Lifetime movie. That's that's (laughs) That's DLC. You break down in the corner crying. Word. The food alone. Not even. I was just like, that's what's up. Like, it wasn't even that bad. It didn't touch none of that trash. So I was was good. (laughs) There's an episode of Seinfeld about that. Yo, and then I would wrap it up in a way because I was like, yo, what if I want to come back and eat this? I got to make sure I, you know, it's wrapped up right so Mm. I can go back. It was just crazy man Mm -hmm. um then i had a huge just kind of revelation like around college time and i actually ended up going my girlfriend my wife now but girlfriend then at the time we both went vegan for a year 
dropped mad weight, feeling mad good. Then Ooh. we came back to New York. Yeah, I dropped 55 pounds wow. um, in that okay. time. Shouts out to being then, vegan. Uh, yeah. Mm. And it's not so much that it was veganism that really helped me, but it was more so just being food conscious. It was the first yeah. time where I would look at something and say no. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And so anything where you could put yourself in a position where you're, you know, adding discipline is key. Yeah. But man, we came back to New York. I started eating them chopped cheeses again. Oh, it was my like, Lord. Uh, so, you know, things just kind of went downhill, man. But honestly, man, like as I now have a child, I have a wife, I'm 30 now, my body's starting to not be 20 anymore. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, I have to get this under control, man, because like there's health complications on both my parents' sides yeah. and, you know, just thinking about just being around, being mobile. You know, I have a four-year-old and she is mobile, <laughs> you know, yeah. and she runs and like, uh, chasing her all around is tough. You know, it's tough when you breathe in like yeah. Darth Vader and she's just like, Daddy, let's come she's, on. She's fast too. Yo, she's mag. She's Yo, really she's fast. lightning fast. And so, you know, it's like, I just, I think just going through it for so long, like, I, I just get sick of it. I'm like, Yo, I'm tired of being sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, I don't want to be sweaty no more. I want to go up the stairs. Oh, man. And, 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 and just be able to breathe. You know, like, it's just, I, yeah, man. So that's just a piece of it. I don't want to get too deep. I know we're going to get deep. No, we're ready. Go. <laughs> I mean, I already said I ate out the garbage, but. Yo, let's yeah. deep. Let's uh, deep. <laughs> we already crossed that line. Yo, bro. obesity, man, has been a, a gorilla on my back for my whole life. Oh, man. Mm. Guys, man. Well, we going to do it today. Do it. We're doing it. <laughs> we're going to do Put it Put it on today. the table, my brother. Man, um, okay, so I've been overweight for as long as I can remember. Mm. Little kid, um, walking around my mom. Uh, and I think, um, something actually, I think my mom still kind of feels guilty about because I kind of was overfed as a kid. Not, you know, I don't, I don't blame my mom for it, nothing like that, no spite, no whatever, but, mm. um, just always been that big kid. Oh, slightly overweight, um, and like I said, grew up with that, obviously teased, obviously made fun of. Um, I had a childhood name called Mr. Popo. No. Oh, no. No. Yes. Pause no. everything right who, now. They who, did not they did. go Dragon Ball Z. They did. Oh, they did. So if you know anything about Mr. Popo from Dragon Ball Z, he is a dark skin. Racist character. <laughs> yeah, he's basically blackface. Yeah. He's, he's blackface and he's overweight. <laughs> yeah. Hugely overweight. And so they called me Mr. Popo from Dragon Ball Z. Dang. And um, that, yeah, that was, you know, that was, hurtful, that was hurtful times, man. Listen, growing up in, you know what I'm saying, New York public it's schools. It's <laughs> rough, bro. Yo, you guys, Listen, it's, rough. it's like boot camp. Yo, unless you like a super fly, Word. sexy, always dressed well. Yeah. Emotionally scarring. You <laughs> will get destroyed. Yeah. Um, so that was always there. Always self-conscious. Never wanting to... Um, you know what I'm saying? Talk to girls. Even have Not like male fact. friends, man. Yeah, just that is like true too. just I'm always afraid to be around people because I'm like I'm always thinking it's like two seconds before they're gonna start joking on me. Damn. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you just kinda stay away from that that you know, certain people. Right. And I didn't wasn't wasn't a Christian back then, so I didn't have Christian friends. I didn't have people who would like love on me and affirm me. Yeah. So it was just like I kinda stayed friendless. Cause mm -hmm. I didn't feel cool. Um, people would be quick to cut on me because you're looking for somebody to cut on. You're looking for somebody to make yourself feel better. Yeah. Right. So that's what little kids do. It's unfortunately what they did. And then until I got to about maybe 15 years old and that's when I really started to try to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Like I really began, I'm about to go to the gym, about to make that happen. So I lost about, 30 pounds yeah between 15 and 16 kind of got skinny i was going to the gym a little bit um then eventually kind of put that on towards senior year of high school um then uh got to college this was another major movement to lose weight so mm. freshman year you know i'm there i see this um, you know, wait a minute. No, this is oh, this was sophomore. This is actually sophomore year. So I actually came okay, my freshman year. <coughs> excuse me. Um, I gained 
like 80 pounds. Mm. He said, supposed to be freshman 15. It was like freshman 85. Because uh. uh, I was dealing with a lot of stuff emotionally, dealing yeah. with a lot of anxiety attacks. So I gained a lot of weight. And then sophomore year, I saw this girl that I really was digging. Mm. So hit the gym hard. Yeah. Exercise hard. Lost yeah. 130 pounds. What? Wow. Lost 130 pounds. Nah, you man. dropped a human being, bro. I did. I did. <laughs> And then slowly, but sh- so by junior year, still doing a lot of anxiety and at the same time, a lot of immaturity, like the remaining weight that I thought I should u- lose, I wasn't losing it fast enough. And that led to like frustration that led to anger um, and it led to me just kind of quitting because mm. I was working. I would work out like two- I was that dude telling other people how to work out. Wow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I would work out like two hours a day and all that sort of stuff. And all that work, I wasn't seeing the final results of what I wanted. And so I got frustrated and quit. And slowly, by the time senior year, I had gained all the way back plus an additional 30 pounds. Man. Um, So that's coming to the time. What? uh, Then then a couple years later again, back this is like 2010, another girl I I, I saw that I liked. Uh, I lost like about 50 pounds, then gained that back. Then a couple years again in seminary, another girl that I liked uh, lost. Seen a pattern. I've seen a pattern. It's a pattern. Man. Girls a pattern. have power. Girls, so, girls have power, power, man. Listen, uh, if, you, if you see me in the gym going crazy, it's probably. Yeah, just tell I, them you like them. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's real talk, though. <laughs> Yo, any young ladies out there want to. <laughs> young theologian. <laughs> We're going to keep it going. Um, any, you know what I'm saying? I'm leaving that in there. <laughs> they, you know what I'm saying? Women, listen, women have the power to really make men like want to get their lives together. Mm. That's a real statement. Mm. Um, so then I, again, I lost weight and I gained it back, right? So the, the pattern of just me trying to impress other people, me not doing this for myself, um, and various immaturity in terms of frustration and lack of patience. And, um, you know, other things like not integrating a, a diet into working out. Because sometimes yeah. you can work out really hard yeah. mm-hmm. and not integrate a, a diet. Yeah. Um, a lot of things have eluded me to the point where I've not been able to put the pieces together in a way that has made it sustainable. So mm. um, much like you, Rich Man, just turned 31. Yeah. And I'm, I need to do something about this. Yeah. You no know, if, ands, or buts about it because I, I don't want to die prematurely from this issue yeah um, and so um, it's something that I think about a lot yeah. and it's something that is really like it is a mental burden yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it's not just a physical burden it is a mental burden and it is the last sort of uh, I, I call it slavery mm. you know slavery of my life I've seen myself advance financially in, in different ways and um you know, made progress in different areas, but this is an area where it's just been, as far as I'm concerned, it's a tremendous amount of slavery that's been hard for me to overcome. So that's been my kind of journey on it, oh. thoughts on it. Mm. Brian, brother, thank you so much, man, just for opening up. Thank you, everybody, myself, Danny. I just want to thank myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank man, so. that was very hard. Um, and I'm sure you guys, and myself included, probably haven't, had an opportunity or taken the opportunity to share that publicly. Um, but I know that there, we're not the only ones, right? We, yeah. um, there are a lot of people just kind of going through different struggles with that. Um, question I want to ask you guys is, you know, people always say like, you know, the struggle with food is really not a struggle with food. It's a struggle with something else. Um, what would you kind of say your kind of deeper struggle that really the food is more so a symptom of, um, what are you kind of really craving when you're kind of o- overdoing it with food or not doing the exercise or not having that discipline? You know, what is it really a sign of for you guys in your lives? Mm. Wow. I think, um, yeah, so I think when you think about food, right, you think about comfort a lot, yeah. for a lot of times. Yeah. And so it's usually put in place of something, right? So when we think, just take a step back, we think about God made food and he made our ability to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And so food in of itself is not evil, right? 
Um, as a matter of fact, we can worship God by enjoying the things that he's made through, through eating food. Um, but it's, so it's more about, um, what are we actually worshiping? You know, it's more about idolatry. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, I think for me growing up, um, yeah, I think there was a lot lacking in my life in terms of, um, affirmation, Mm -hmm. male presence. Wow. Yeah. You know, um, I think I definitely didn't know. I had no direction. Like nobody was really there leading me and guiding me, um, to showing me, you know, how to be a man, mm. you know, show me what is right and what is wrong. And so, um, I think I had to fill in a lot of that for myself and part of, and because I was kind of already big and made fun of, mm. I often would run to things like food to kind of, you know, make me feel better in a sense. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's huge for me personally, that that was definitely really big. Um, just that it was a, a, a placeholder. And then, you know, I've had a lot of issues, like, you know, we go through struggles in our lives, different struggles, right? Like yeah. people dying, we talked about, you know, yeah. Yeah. whatever. Um, that's like one thing that people just like go to, to feel comfort from those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, it's the easiest thing to get comfort in. Yeah. You know, cause you could just go buy, as we talked about, it's cheap. Yeah, <laughs> to buy yeah. you know a bummy soda and two bags of chips like yeah um and you just sit back you just you know throw on your favorite movie or whatever Absolutely. netflix tv show and mm. you know what i'm saying and and that's how it happens yeah you know yeah, yeah so um <clears throat> for me it's about excess um what i realize mm. is just that it's not just food when i even look at how i squandered financially it mm. is very much in the same way of just consumption yeah Um, i would just purchase things even things i didn't really even need but i was just compelled um to almost like uh hoard um and Hmm. and just kind of have and so food was just another thing that added to that list of just excess right yeah it was just like man like i need i want more and i want more yeah um and it was a way for me to feel like man i was accumulating um yeah but the thing i was accumulating was fat and weight Mm. but um, the other thing <clears throat> outside of that is also like food has had a very like drug like effect on me. Absolutely. Um, like I really believe that, um, refined carbohydrates are like a drug. And so like mm-hmm. sweets, bread, yeah. especially for me, man, like it's like a hit and it would almost be like, I remember one time I tried to go on the Atkins diet a long time ago where you pretty much didn't eat any carbs. And I felt like I was on, I was in withdrawal. Like mm-hmm. I stopped smoking oh, yeah. crack or something <laughs> like that. And I would dream about cake and, <laughs> and like bread. And just like, man, this has a drug-like effect on me. That's and funny. as I've just did some more research on it, it does have a drug-like effect yeah, on me. It's it like just that rush absolutely. of sugar and, and fat just kind of going through your stream. And you get that huge blood sugar spike and then the crash and you just need more. Mm-hmm. And um, Yeah, man, I, I, as a child, I definitely... Um, would go through those ups and downs just drinking all that terrible soda and um, like Chinese food. Man, I was smashing lo mein egg rolls and all that stuff. But really, it was like I was on drugs. Yeah. And um, I think that that and combined with this whole idea of just not being disciplined um, and this whole idea of accumulation was just um, bad and evil combined and it just did a number on me for a long time. And so, um, yeah, I would say for me, man, is this, this fight for discipline, but also a fight against, um, dependency. I like my body has like a dependency on bad food. And so just trying to break that, um, has been difficult and just re- not realizing like, man, like I almost need like food rehab. Yeah. You know, it's a way to kind of like yeah. get myself away from this stuff and then my environment is not helpful at all because like being in you know kind of more low income neighborhoods like that's all we have access to right and so like um you know ain't no whole foods over here yeah yeah you know, so um yeah i would say for me man is definitely um dependency and excess those are definitely um what's fueling the the food issues mm-hmm. yeah man for me i think it's along what danny was saying man just a lot of comfort that uh, you get from eating these types of foods a lot of emotional sort of um, almost restoration, even though it's a false restoration. Right. Because it's not actually restoring anything, but it's kind of in the moment just kind of numbing the, the pain. Um, and you can kind of just escape, man, and, and whatever 
beautiful thing you're you're tasting and mm. and, and consuming, mm. and the fullness you get from just your your stomach being filled up, um, all of that, man. Mm. Um, and you want to go to sleep afterwards. Mm. It's like a whole package <laughs> of comfort. <laughs> or oh, the nap. nap feels so good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I think, man, underneath all of that, yeah, man, just. The need to emotionally release in a better way, mm -hmm. um, a need to have a lot of the underlying depression or whatever mm. it is I'm facing be dealt with in a different way. Mm. But also, too, man, to be honest with you, man, food is not just something that I, I found myself going to when I'm sad. I've often found myself going to when I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. It's a celebration. It's just yeah. also like a celebration. It's a friend, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like when you're, you know what I'm saying? There's this saying that goes like, you know, um, athletes are talking and it's like, oh, man, we lost. Let's just go get some ice cream, make ourselves feel better. It's like, oh, man, we won. Let's just go celebrate with some ice cream. <laughs> right. So it's like whether you lose or you win, it's like this thing where you just go and get ice cream, you know? So so I, I've I've found that it also just caps off a great day. Yeah, like, right. So like, <clears throat> like I've been having a great day. Yeah. So now let's just cap it off with some like grease. Throw a cinnabon on top. Throw a cinnabon yeah. on top of that just to really end it well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it just becomes that place, man. Again, and you top you you mix that with laziness and not exercising, not doing any of that, and mm -hmm. next thing you know, you're got weight that you you've put back on mm. um and so yeah man but i think it, it's idolatry it's it's looking to something else for your um your ultimately your um self your self-worth your um your comfort because in those moments i don't turn to the lord and worship yeah you know um and i found that the times that i've been most addicted to food are the times when I haven't been turned to the Lord in worship. Yeah. It's those times, man, where it's just like, this is clearly where I am going now for my sustenance. That's right. I'm going to this for sustenance. I'm yep. not turning to the Lord's spirit and having this, you know, the Lord strengthen me and, you know, um, emotionally kind of revive me or whatever the case may be. It's going to be this food yeah. that's mm. just going to provide this temporary high. Mm. So. Yeah, I do think it's a idolatry issue, mm -hmm. kind of like what I said before, um, and it's a yeah, it's a worship issue, you know. And I think other people, so I think you know, we worship every day, right? Right. The, the only thing is, what are we worshiping? Right. So people deal with um, issues in their lives, and they end up, you know, going toward um, other things, right? Like um, money and, and you know, excess. Excess could look very differently mm -hmm. for different people. True. Um, we could be excess women, right? Yeah. And so, um, it could be sex and pornography and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So there are all these different ways that it manifests itself for different people. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is just one of the ways, right? Drugs is another one, but this is one of the ways in which it's visible, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, over time. And, um, and so, I mean, and again, this is not for everybody, right? Like some people are maybe overweight because they legit have medical issues. Mm, sure. You know, like you know and so but um this is this just is just one of the ways in which it could be visible the yeah. fact that we don't have um as much control i think as we would like mm. you know yeah and again i mean maybe your issue is control and you can control how much food you put in your mouth and so yeah you know what i mean that's one way in which you can say oh i'm having control over this by but it ends up being negative right mm. so. yeah yeah just kind of taking what you guys have said you know <clears throat> I don't think that within a Christian context, we really have truly identified this this beast that is obesity as an idolatry issue facts. because we don't look at it the same way we look at pornography or we look at right. gambling facts. and things like that. As a matter of fact, it's even pushed on us at church. I remember after Sundays, uh, you know, at, you know, more traditional churches, like that's the time to eat. All the church mothers yeah, come out and <laughs> it's like a competition of who yeah. can make, you know, better food. And, absolutely. you know, we just sit and just kind of engorge ourselves on, on the meals yes. after that. And, um, you know, pastors and ministers of large <laughs> sizes and, you know, nothing is said to them. And, 
Um, not not saying it should be said in like a condescending way, but what I'm saying is we don't recognize it as an idolatry issue um, sure. in the church. And even in First Timothy chapter four verse eight, you know, it says that um, you know, like your physical fitness is of some benefit. Obviously, your spiritual uh, fitness is paramount, right? It's more important. But even if that even that verse being in there, I think whenever I would read it, it's just like. Yeah, but my spiritual life is way Word. more important. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't worry about my man breasts. Worry more about, <laughs> like, how I'm doing spiritually. We're going there, y'all. Um, yeah, so it was just like, yo, like, it's in there because it has some benefit. Like, we have, to, we have to consider this. And so, like, as a minister, uh, my physical fitness is... is, is so important because it's what allows me to have sustainability and it allows me to have to thrive um as a minister um you know just kind of going forward so kind of what i want to ask you guys is just like you can just jump on that real quick yeah i want that's what i'm asking can you jump on (laughs) (laughs) i I think bad theology Mm -hmm. i've i've often used that as as an excuse yeah sure yeah like oh okay i'm about to get a new resurrection body Mm, anyway that is true so (laughs) i'm about to get this new body you know paul says this body's like a tent word and it's wasting away word so let me help it it. (laughs) help this joint waste and it's like come on man don't don't twist the text for your Mm. own idolatry just because you're getting a resurrected body doesn't mean you are off the hook taking care of this one. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. God calls this one his temple. That's now, right. Mm-hmm. They, that the Holy Spirit That's is good. dwelling in this one. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, man, little things like that that the heart does yeah. to try to justify itself. Um, definitely something you got to watch out for. Absolutely, mm-hmm. man. And so, like, this is really just an exposure um, because I just feel like as a whole, we're just not raising this this issue of idolatry and it's killing people people are dying right um and people are having their lives just um in shambles because they're not seeing this as a spiritual issue right you know this idea mm-hmm. that food has you know the god of the belly right and, right um we have not we're, we're not really worshiping the true god uh, in those moments uh, <coughs> go ahead bro yeah so and i did have a question um how if you were so would you, first of all, would you address someone who maybe have, has that issue? How would you do it? Can you imagine someone coming up to you and be like, yo, you fat. Like, yeah, you fat, son. Yeah, you Stop definitely. sending. You got an idol, bro. You got an idol. Yeah. Belly, bro. Definitely can't do it that way. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. I have, I usually, there's usually a admittance at some point, somebody who's, you know, overweight or obese or whatever, Mm -hmm. who will speak about it. Right. This is certainly not the first, this is the first time I've gone this in depth, but I've, I've definitely in like, Hey, small group settings. Hey, what's one thing we could be praying? Hey man, pray for my fitness, pray, you know, but if people would jump at that opportunity to be a part of it with me, to support me in that, Mm. that's where the win is. Like, Help because we just talked about the roller coaster, Brian. You went 130, 50, all these numbers. Yeah. And it's like if somebody would have got with you at your best, right? Just like and kept that train going, but we yo yo, right? And so, to we really need community to prevent us from you know losing that momentum. So, yeah. if there's someone in your community that is struggling and they're overweight and things like that, and they're making a commitment to make a change, man, support them, go with them. Um, that would be my best advice because they're giving you that open invitation to be a part mm. of it. That's when you can go in and that's when you can really support them and help them because the issue isn't so much getting the train going started. Everybody can start, but it's just about the follow through. So um, my advice to them would just be to take the open opportunities when people kind of invite people to be a part of that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I think one Obviously, you should know the person, mm-hmm. right? Right. Like, there should be some level of relationship there because this is a very sensitive issue. Mm-hmm. It's a very embarrassing issue, and people don't like to be called out on it um, unless it has to be done in a way that's gentle and you have a real relationship with that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think if you do have a real relationship with that person and you feel like you can speak to that person in some sort of honesty, then I would encourage you to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't if you see that person gaining weight, because that could be a cry for help. Mm. You yeah. know, some sort of emotional something happening. Yeah, and I think lovingly 
it's worth pulling a person aside. Like, man, I just noticed that you've been gaining weight, man. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, nothing crazy. Not trying to, like, insult you. People could tell if you're trying to, like, insult them versus mm-hmm. genuine concern. Mm-hmm. And I think once you have that relationship with that person to where you can approach lovingly, I would encourage you to actually do that because mm-hmm. people need to be held accountable. Because sometimes we don't actually know that we are gaining weight. Mm-hmm. Like, you might feel it a little bit. But you step in front of the mirror, you can deceive yourself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people can really point out, like, man, you're really getting up there. What's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, and it can be enough to help kind of reverse that and begin to walk in a different way. Especially if you can come alongside that person and say, hey, let's start going to the gym together. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. I mean, I think all that stuff can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. So has anyone approached you in a negative way? Do you guys have any stories of that? Oh, my mom does it all the time. Okay. <laughs> if you're Caribbean, then all the time. you have horror stories for days. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so, you know, I'm, again, not going to throw my mom under the bus. I love you, mom. Um, but there's been there's times where I just, like, I know the conversation is going to, when are you going to deal with this? Mm-hmm. Wait. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll be talking about something totally different. How's work? Boom, good. Work's good. You know, how's your church? Like, good. All right, when are you going to do this? What about this weight, though? Mm-hmm. When is this weight going to get dealt with? Mm. And it's frustrating, and sometimes I avoid my mom because of that, because like I know a conversation is going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm thinking about this all the time. Mm. I don't need to be reminded of it. Um, so that'd be my number one negative way. Mm. But I actually still prefer that than no one tell me anything, mm. because yeah. you do need to be reminded on some level. Like this is something to do with, and I know it's coming ultimately from a loving place mm-hmm. with her. She just, yeah, as a mom, she feels like she can just come at me however she wants to yeah um but yeah i still would prefer that than to have people around me that see it and not Mm want to talk to me about it or yeah hold me accountable in any way Mm. yeah yeah um as a child going into like early teenage years anytime i would be around my uncles like my mom's brothers (laughs) any time i'm around like the end they didn't live in this country so i would come off the airport I would pick them up and they just come to the crib every time they would pinch my nipples. <laughs> and I mean hard. We are going deep. <laughs> and they would like joke and it was just like, yo, it was like the most embarrassing, like psychologically breaking moments. Mm. Like to the point where I would cry if I knew they were coming. You know, like I just, they would just come and just like ring. <laughs> <laughs> that is oh, real. God. That is real. <laughs> Yeah, so deep. And just make like comments about me being fat and just like it. And the crazy thing is like they think they're being helpful. Yeah. They think like, man, all I got is if I just Yeah. If I just make fun of you. If I just yeah, if I just emasculate and just like damage him psychologically, this is going to, <laughs> this is gonna get him to lose weight. <laughs> like, oh man. Oh. <laughs> wow. God. Yeah, so um Mm. Yeah, help us. there's definitely and, and, and maybe even not and of course not there are examples that are just not as extreme like i remember having gym teachers um <laughs> who would just be like yeah man you know like yo if you want to if you want to get better at basketball man you gotta stop being so damn fat <laughs> like, okay <laughs> Thanks. what and it was yeah oh, and it's just like oh yeah God. Mm. is it like i the examples hurt me to just even think about because I've actually like repressed all these memories. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, and I think uh, people, you know, I think what it is like when you're big, there's an assumption that you could take it, you right? And so it's yeah. almost like you're not just big physically; you're also big emotionally, and mm. you're big psychologically. Wow, big. Wow. And so I can actually berate you because you wow. are tough, right? You are big. Yeah, and. Um, like even to the point, even to the point of like when I'm in the street and people yell "Yo, big man," I don't turn around. <laughs> I refuse to turn around. Yo, can we just say right now? Don't say "Yo, big man" to anybody Yo, you see that's big. And then like I'll don't be the only person they could possibly. It's me and an old lady. <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah, big man. I don't turn around. So I'm like, I refuse to be identified. Oh, man. There you go. I just refuse. I don't know why people think big man is like a compliment slash like yeah. Oh, I hate man. it. I hate every piece of it. And so, um, yeah. And, I, and I'm and i sure the people saying it don't think anything of it. 
You know what I mean? It's just kind of innocent to them. So I'm not like, I'm not like getting at them like that they're on purpose trying to destroy me, but it destroys me. Mm. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I've heard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have some experiences. I mean, similar to you, both you guys, but um, I've definitely heard before like, oh. You're 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 you would be really really good looking if you were skinny. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You know what I'm saying? Like that. Now that's god. damaging. Or like, yeah, you know. Or like, so and and sometimes I wouldn't even ask. Like, hey, what do you think about how I look? <laughs> I didn't even ask. For this. I didn't even ask for this, right? But it'd be like um, something like, oh, I would date you if you were skinny. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, Yo, where she live? Yo, must love. Oh um, so you know stuff like that is damaging, mm. um, but I mean, I'm, tri- I'm triggered all over the place. By this <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, like uh, I think, man, the one thing I would say for anyone struggling um, with this issue or any other issue um, that really affects your identity, mm-hmm. you know, that you really take to heart, is that um, really know your who your identity is in Christ. Mm-hmm. Like that is the key to. Um, getting through this kind of thing, but also other things that um, really um, steal from you mm-hmm. is that you're like, God doesn't see you as a fat person. God sees you as his son, his child. And that above all has the most value. Mm-hmm. And from that place, from that place of acceptance, right. Um, we have strength and power to be able to do what we need to do to make changes in our lives. And, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and so, you know, it, and it does take a change. You know what I mean? There, there is um, life-altering. Th- there are there are life-altering things that need to happen for people to get through something like this, mm-hmm. or something like you know, pornography or whatever. Like you, you need to change something about the way you live in your life, yeah. In order yeah. for there to be a change, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, fellas, <clears throat> we have lots of listeners. There are some who might even be struggling in this area just kind of take our final thoughts man if there is someone out there struggling with their weight struggling the way we've struggled just kind of coming up and kind of being overweight for a long time and all with all what comes with that man if you could just take a couple of minutes just to speak directly to them what would you say man i'm just reminded of the text that says the same spirit that dwelled in jesus christ and and, and and raise Jesus Christ from the dead mm-hmm. dwells in us. Um, and I go back to that passage because, man, like, I think Paul was saying that, man, that same power that um, raised Jesus from the dead is in us. Mm-hmm. And that's power through the Holy Spirit. And for me, I need to have that type of power, I feel like, if I'm going to ever put the nail in the coffin when it comes to obesity. Mm. I want to just extend hope, man, to people who feel hopeless. Cause I know for me, when it comes to this issue, hopelessness is something that creeps in mm. and affects my psyche. And, um, man, I believe that God is a deliverer. Yeah. I believe that God specializes in delivering his people. I feel like God specializes in breaking strongholds. Mm. And, uh, this is very much a stronghold, uh, for people who struggle with it. And I would say, man, fight every single day, man. But fight to to need, fight to, to to be at the foot of the cross. That that to me is like once you win that battle, then the spirit of God will empower you to destroy what needs to be destroyed in your life to yeah. attain that to walk in that freedom, man. So for me, man, that's my fight. Mm. So kind of like when we talked about me being conformed to the image of Christ, y'all laughed, and it's funny. I get it. Not, no, no shade. But that is the fight. Yeah. That is the fight. Yeah. The fight is to do that because at the core of defeating everything that is not of God is to war within yourself, man, to follow Jesus mm-hmm. and then watch him empower you to fight what is evil and not of him in your life. Um, so for me, that's the battle. Um, and I'm trusting the Lord with this. I, I bring it to him in prayer. Yeah. And I'm trusting that he will help me slay this. And then I would just be able to go back and help others and tell people and testify mm. of the way in which I'm, I was able to defeat this. Yeah. So mm, for me, um, you know, in the Lord's, uh, the Lord's <laughs> prayer, there's a part where it says, uh, you know, give us this day our daily bread. And yeah. I get two things from that. Uh, one is daily bread. 
Uh, and it really speaks practically to like diet, like, man, give me just enough for today, man. What is the right amount of food to consume today? Right. Yeah. But even on top of that, this idea of give us today our daily bread to take it one day at a time, man, Mm -hmm. the struggle with weight loss, the struggle with body image, the struggle with just addiction to food is a day to day activity. Um, and I just remember just getting bogged down with trying to win the fight or like, yo, I'm trying to drop 40 pounds. Yo, drop one pound because in this game you need wins. And so good. I really just want to encourage you to have micro goals so that you can start to get this bolder rolling of just having successes. Um, and the successes will only come recognizing that this food issue is really symptomatic of your idolatry and your, the lack of having Christ on the throne, rather having yourself on the throne or satisfaction on the throne or even the food itself on the throne. Um, but it's a day to day activity Monday, man, I just want to get to the gym on Monday. That's it. If I don't go on Tuesday, that's okay. If I don't go on Wednesday, that's fine. But Monday, I'm going to go. It's good. Um, I am going to eat just these three meals today, Monday. If I eat more than that on Tuesday, that's okay. On Wednesday, it's okay. Because you need to have experienced these victories. And um, it's just important because, and the other thing I would encourage you to do is to journal those victories because we, we so often forget mm. where God has brought us from. And so, Talk man, when it. that Monday is done, you'll write it down. You'll God help me. Like, man, I overeat, but Monday I didn't do it. Monday I experienced so good, victory. Um, and so I can good. just reflect on that. Yo, if I did it for one day, I could do it again. I could do it for the second day. I could do it for the third day. And the last thing, a piece of advice I would give is, yo, invite the people that you trust man, the community members that you trust, family that you trust, friends that you trust to, to be in there with you and give them the keys to the car. Like, yo, yo, you can ask me at any time. Yo, there's been times where I told my wife, yo, I have to send you video of me at the gym every single day. Wow. That's and good stuff, th- that level of accountability is the only thing that drove me to go. Cause I'm like, yo, she going to ask me about this video. And sometimes, man, we have to start inviting the family, the body of Christ um, into the struggle with us because the win isn't going to come alone. And so uh, that, that would be my advice to you guys. Mm. Yeah. I think for me, as much of what I said about, um, yeah, just knowing your identity first is in Christ. If you're a Christian, um, and that that is the root of who you are, and um, you are completely accepted, um, completely um, known and loved. Um, all your bad, um, the uh, you on your worst day, and um, you're completely known and loved by God. Yeah. And um, I think coming from that place, it's it's it it gives you strength to um, fight against I think a lot of the root causes of things like overeating. Yeah. Um, and, and then being confident. Um, um, so, and, um, yeah, may be able to make the changes practically, you know, um, do some things that are maybe uncomfortable or, um, you know, put yourself in a position to learn. Um, so, so important. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think, um, those are the two things that I, main things that I would say. And I think if you, uh, Maybe you have a a friend who may be overweight, you know, um, I think just to people, to those people, I would say like, um, a loving presence, you know, is key. Yeah. Um, care for them as a person first, not just as like a overweight person, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, care for them as a person because, um, a lot of times weight is not the first issues, um, that people need dealt with. Right. Mm. Um, um, people are maturing every day and being molded into the image of Christ. And so, um, they may have some other issues dealt with first. Um, but if you care about the person, just be, be there for that too. You know, it's good it's stuff. Huge, it's huge. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I thank pray you for that with us on us. On yeah. This. Yeah. This very vulnerable episode. Hopefully, uh, just our testimony stories and how we've dealt with this issue of just food and fitness and weight loss and weight gain and all that, all that, um, was beneficial to you. Um, what are, you know, the emails and stuff. Like if people wanted to hit us. City image podcast at gmail. Yeah, just do it. Just me do it. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> it's like, hey, if you guys want to.
yeah man if you guys want to hit us up man with any questions or feedback you can hit us up at cityimagepodcast at gmail.com we're on facebook at city image uh twitter the city image we're also on what google play yes we are on google play youtube YouTube. It's hard to find us on YouTube, but we're figuring that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're here. <laughs> we're on the Apple Podcast app. Check us out. Um, yeah, please subscribe, like, share. Yes. Um, pass the content on there yeah. because we're dependent on people just word of mouth, man. Like, spreading this thing around. So. Yeah, and if this episode in particular was a benefit to you and you think it might be a benefit to others, please feel free to share that uh, with them. Yeah. So, this is your boy, Rich the Husband. Oh man, Brian the Theological Giant Daniel the Creator Peace y'all Thank you Later I love City Image